This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Supplies, cutting edge outdoors. Hey, folks! It is now time for the second hour of unmitigable. If I said what? that right, yeah, yeah wow. power. Man, it's too early for that. <laughs> unmitigable. Unmitigable. He's watching too much. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna unmitigable. Unmitigable. It is the hour of the second hour of power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy, the true newbauer. We we are glad you're joining us this morning. We're having a good time here at the station. We hope you're having a good time wherever you are. We come to you every Saturday morning from six to eight a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And we take phone calls with questions and comments, and sometimes people... Anything you need. Yeah, anything. If you need whatever. Uh, uh, relationship counseling, yeah, yeah. marriage advice, yeah, uh, tree removal. Yeah. We yeah. know. We, we, we're so... Problem inf- with the snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can always call us at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. And in just a few minutes, we have Kevin. I don't want to use his last name because he didn't tell me if I could or not use his last name. He's going to be calling in on the hotline, and uh, we're going to be talking about that Big Cedar Lake launch uh, deal because I didn't have all the facts last week. You know, I've just so read there a couple you go, articles. spouting off, shooting well, off the yeah. top of your head. Yeah, that, about exactly. Something that you. I didn't have all the facts, but but you got to be careful now. Don't go ahead and tell all our listeners gonna what say Kevin's going to say. Right? Do you remember when we'd have John Lehman? John, oh. John would go ahead and explain what the person coming on was going to talk about even before the person came on to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So there was no need to have the person come yeah, on. Exactly. As a matter of fact, sometimes the person was in the studio sitting next to him, and John would go on for, I don't know, five minutes or so saying everything that that person was just about to say. say you know, that you got to just in, ask him the question yeah, yeah, and the- let him say it. <laughs> I like that style. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense there. You got to be a skilled interviewer, right? Yes. You yes. do. You do nowadays. You be a skilled yep. Definitely. Interviewer. Definitely. Yep. And and you're doing a lot of that with the brewers, right? Right now? Yeah. You're, you're talking to have a lot been, of brewers. You've been interviewing yeah. brewers? Yeah, I'll yeah. be up there tonight. Actually, I was up there really? last night. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, our our hotline caller is calling right now. He's right on the money, too. Let me see now. Yeah, it's 7:05 exactly. How about that? And how's it on the Edens, Danny? 
Traffic is light and variable on Edens. We do have one rollover on the expressway. Traffic is being diverted at yeah. Nigel Road. All right. We have uh, Kevin on the line right now. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, I didn't want to say. Good morning, all. Good morning. I didn't want to use your last name because you didn't tell me if I could or not. So that's why I didn't yeah. use it, okay? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Now, let's get to it. Big Cedar Lake. It's got a, uh, a little bit of a hubbub out there, a little kerfuffle. As Judge Judy They're would say, trying to use fancy words. No, no, krafafel. That's what Judge Judy says. No, I think it's a Jewish they word. They sell it at bakeries. It's yeah. powder. <laughs> anyway, so can you tell us a little bit uh, what is going on? Why you know with the launch closing? Explain it to us, please. Well, there's concerned uh, property owners, uh, residents, um, that the lake is uh, overused, uh, crowded. Um, and they, the POA, the Property Owner Association, uh, went to the PRD Protection Rehabilitation District that um, regulates and protects the uh, Big Cedar Lake waters um, and uh, inlands um, and asked them to put something, some sort of an ordinance in effect to manage or minimize the attendance to the Big Cedar Lake for safety reasons, so they say. And this is why they want to close the launch when the parking lot is full, correct? That's correct. Right. And, you know, that's basically the same thing they have out in Okachi. But the dumb thing about it is, is that what if uh, a person who lives on the lake, okay, wants to launch their watercraft? You know, a lot of people have pontoon boats. They launch them in usually the spring of the year in May, sometimes in June, you know. They just and, and they're not going to park there. They're just going to drive the you know trailer over to their house. They can't park, so those people would be upset, I would imagine. Uh, it, it pertains to all. So once all 37 parking lots are full, all um, um, citizens as well as uh, POA members, uh, residents on the lake are restricted from entering. They have to wait their turn in line. Now, another problem that arose because of this was because some people, they, they would see the, the, the parking is full, they'd launch their boat anyway, and then they would go up Gongring Road and park in one of the subdivisions in front of somebody's house, right? They were, and, yeah. and they, they, they uh, implemented um, uh, excessive no-parking signs. Um, yeah, no trailer parking, the... right? No trailer parking. Correct. Yeah. No trailer parking, correct. And that's one of the things they had to do. Now, Danny had a good idea. Well, I think I don't think we thoroughly explained the situation in that if you're a resident, like what happened to your buddy Sal on Okachi, Tom, okay, so the lot's supposed to be closed, but you just want to launch your boat so you can just pull it over to your pier by your right. house on right. the lake. And you're not going to park then, there. You're going to park then you're, at home. And, and, you know, obviously you probably got two people, you know, yeah. one, one to drive the vehicle back to your house with the trailer, and then, then you motor your boat over to your place. Right. Uh, and that kind of, so if you are a lake resident and you're living there, and you're kind of screwed if that lot's filled, correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So... It doesn't seem it, that would make it difficult because if I owned a house on the lake and I'm like, hey, I'm not, I'm not using the lot here. Uh, I just want to get my boat over to my pier, over to my place, uh, and now you're telling me I can't launch. That would be kind of a frustrating type situation. Now, my thought, 
was this when I was talking with Tom. I said, well, maybe for Lake residents in order to get some type of special access for them, because after all, you know, they pay in big property taxes, live on the lake and stuff. If uh, if maybe maybe just have them go down to the village hall, pay ten bucks, and they get their special resident pass, they put on their windshield or a card that they can show at the launch, so they can launch at any time. Yeah. They, 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 but ten bucks a piece raises a little revenue for the uh, whatever for the uh, village, whatever it is. That plus the people that live on the lake aren't hamstrung; they can always launch when they want. That would be my thought. That sounds like yeah. a good idea, Kevin. You know, just something. Yeah. Yeah, and that exact thing was brought up at the PRD meeting on June, uh, July 11th when this ordinance was passed. Many of the uh, POA residents asked if we can have some sort of a, a sticker for our vehicle or, or a, a path of a sort. And um, they are implementing this ordinance based on it is fair for all to uh, once the the cable is closed, it's closed to all. Yeah, once the lot is full. And, and you know, I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I think it's actually a, a good idea for them to put up the no trailer parking signs because, you know, if, if you or I or, you know, one of us lived there, it, we wouldn't want all these trailers parked in front of our house, you know, uh, and then people taking uh, whatever it is, a three, four, five, six block walk, you know, down there. I mean, we wouldn't want that either, you know. So I can see why they'd put the, the no trailer parking signs. But I don't understand why they would close the launch off to a lake resident who just wants to put in their boat. They don't want to park there. They just want to put it in and leave. You know, I don't understand that. You know, especially if they could make some money off of it, you know. Well, they got to be paying somebody to put that cable across yeah. and lock it up. Yeah, somebody's got to yeah. be there, you know, to, to yeah. watch this stuff, yeah. Yeah, correct. And in fact, in the August 6th meeting, they are approving six new, um, whether they're retired or ex they're experienced police officers that will be hired by the PRD to regulate and mandate the three of the launches on Big Cedar yeah, Lake. That, you know, and, and that's basically on the weekends, correct? Yeah, weekends and holidays yeah. between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Okay. You know, and and it seems like, you know, that, okay, you can see why they would have them out there, but it's a cost to them. And they could kind of uh, circumvent some of that cost by charging $10, $15, $20, $25, whatever, to the lake residents to let them launch at any time as long as they weren't parking there. You know, that, that seems logical, doesn't it, Kevin? Yeah, it would work for most of us, and that's probably <laughs> the biggest complaint that, our, that the POA uh, residents would you know have of this uh, particular ordinance? Yeah. What what does uh, tell me again? What does POA stand for again? Property Owners Association. Okay, the Property there's Owners Association. Yeah, there's approximately 900 property owners uh, that live within a thousand feet of the water yeah. edge. Okay. So, um, well, you would you would think that with 900 of them charging 10, 15, well, 10 to 25 dollars a piece, that's quite a little chunk of change, you know. How many launches are there on Big Cedar? Technically, there there's four uh, public launches. Uh, one's pretty shady. It's not really well well uh, often used. Is that the one on Be uh, Betcher or Beecher? Betcher? Oh, no, that's uh, so. There's there's one on Gonnerine. There's one on Hacker. And there's one off of Betcher. There's yeah. also a small one off of uh, Paradise. 
um, which is not used. It's maybe used by some local uh, residents that are on that site. But then there's also two that the yacht one has is uh, the yacht club has their own right. uh, private launch, and uh, 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 Cedar Lake Hills has their own private launch. Oh, see, Cedar Lake Hills or the yacht club, they they could uh, if a person wanted to put in their pontoon boat and just leave or whatever watercraft they have, and then just you know take take their trailer back to their home. Uh, they those places could charge you know ten bucks or something. You know they could make some money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> they could, and that's what happens on Okachi when the launch is closed. I believe that they go to uh, Wise Gerber's over uh, there, the Golden yeah. Mast, or the whatever. Golden Mast. Yeah, yeah, he makes a Golden fortune Mast. on that. Yeah, then he makes a fortune right. on that because you know a friend of mine had a big problem with uh, a, 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 a rent a cop, let's say, okay, uh, on Okachi Lake, and you know the launch, the parking was full. He wanted to just put his pontoon in and and leave. He didn't want to park and and and. I mean, he got quite frustrated, and there were some words exchanged. But he said, isn't it logical, he says, does it matter if the lot's full or not? I'm not going to park here, you know? Because he said, what if somebody comes in, takes their boat out of the water, leaves, and there's an open parking spot? Now you'll let me launch, but I'm going to drive away anyway. <laughs> you know, what's Correct. The, what's the difference? It, it, yeah. yeah, it's silly. So, And, and they don't want to change that, huh? Who Who's the governing well, body that doesn't want to change that well it, who's making it, the laws kevin it's the it's the prd that uh passed the ordinance um and, and prd the is is the prd is what that the prd is the protection rehabilitation district okay and that's run by who um the county board ran, huh yeah county board county seven, board seven directors correct okay and uh and go ahead you were going to say something else about the dnr well, the, the DNR has been contacted by numerous of people, and their stand on it today is essentially that um, they have not yet received um, an authenticated copy of the new ordinance that the PRD passed, um, so they were just waiting to receive of something of such. Right. But the PRD believes that they don't have to work with the DNR on this particular subject um essentially what they're I, what I believe that's taken place is um the reading between the lines um of the uh, uh state statute and the constitutional uh, right you know for for navigable uh, waterways okay and um they're 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 looking at the health and safety and welfare of of the you know the waters. Yes, and and just so that people know, the 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 main big launch at Gunring Road that's owned by the DNR but leased le, uh, leased to the city of West Bend, is it? To the town of to the town of West Bend and to the it's town. operated okay. by it's operated by the PRD as okay. well as the parking lot. Oh yeah, as well as the parking lot, right. Well, you've cleared things up for us Kevin and we do appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for, for calling. Time. All right. And I hope, uh, oh, you know, somebody must be listening to the show out in West Bend because, you know, we were contacted by them, by somebody, you know, the station was contacted, and that's how I called that Melissa lady, and then she gave me your name and number. So somebody must be listening to our show out there. I'm sure they are. All right. Well, thanks, Kevin, for calling. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right. And with that, we got to go to a break. It is now time. Uh, it's now just time for a break, like usual. It's 105.7 FM, The Fan, or... 
12.50 a.m., either one, your choice. He's Danny, I'm Tom, we'll be right back. To Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. Uh, call us if you got a hunting, fishing report. And do we have a caller on the line right now? Ryan. Yes, it's our friend Al Shook is hey, on the line. Hey, Al, what's shaking, buddy? Hey. You got good a f- morning, guys. How are yeah. we doing today? Good. You got doing some good. kind of fundraiser you want to promote quick? Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a what we call an Annie Oakley and a hunt and cover shoot at the Milwaukee Casting Club in New Berlin. Uh-huh. That's just a little east of uh, New Berlin West High School. Okay. And, uh, you know, this is the time of the year where the, you got to start sharpening up your skills for shooting the shotgun. Yep. Uh, the dove and the early goose start in less than a month already, September 1st. Yep. So it comes around in a hurry. And, uh, of course, this is a fundraiser for the club, and they do an awful lot of work for the, you know, the fishing clinics and so on and so forth. And then there's another... Uh, conservation and habitat shoot that the Waukesha County Conservation Alliance is going to hold at Warren Valley on August 25th. That's two weeks from now. And it's the same type of a situation. We'll have bucket raffles. We're also raffling off an over and under shotgun, Weatherby Orion. It's a beautiful weapon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's all in an effort to raise funds to keep paying for fishing piers and maintenance on boat launches. And how do how, know, do how do people get more information about these two events? Well, they can go to the website Waukesha County Conservation Alliance, okay. all one word, or else they could use that same thing and go on to Facebook okay. Waukesha County Conservation Alliance. And what about the Annie Oakley shoot? The Annie Oakley shoot is they're a member of the Alliance, and there's a poster on that website. Oh, okay. That explains. And they're also going to have a chicken cook this afternoon picnic. Oh, that so sounds like fun. So if you shoot in the afternoon and you're getting hungry, you can hang around and buy a half a chicken. All right. How about a so, whole chicken? No, <laughs> just buy two Is that how that That's works? That's all you have to do. Oh, okay. Now I, now I got that down. All right, so, El, well, thanks. Well, I hope to see somebody out there today, and uh, I'll be there selling raffle tickets for that beautiful over and under. All right. Sounds great. Have a good day today. Don't get sunburnt. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny, uh, we're going to give a, you got a question. We're going to give away something. Yeah, yeah. You want to give away that? Uh... We got a Bucky's $10 gift certificate. And uh, but you got to answer a question though. Uh, so, who you got on the line? Wait a minute. Who you? Wait, hold on. Yeah, uh, Armando. Oh, okay. Let's talk to Armando. Armando. Okay. Yeah, from uh, R- 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 go ahead, Armando. Rivers Edge Bait and Tackle. <laughs> Thank you. R- uh, bait and Supply. No. Yeah, Rivers Edge Bait and Supply. Okay, Armando. Yeah. What is it, yeah. buddy? Uh, good morning. I just wanted to give kind of a it, fishing report this is, morning. Is it Rivers Edge Bait and Supply? You are right. Oh, I thought it was bait and tackle. <laughs> okay, sorry. But they want it to be different. Yeah, what's your fishing report, Armando? Uh, so in the surrounding lakes here, like Wind Lake, Danoon, and Potter, I mean, there's just a bunch of them. They've been getting some really good crappies. Um, I know a lot of guys went on and seen it. I did a small skit with 
Yeah. Um, and we went out, we boated some bass, we boated some crappies, just kind of a all-out fishing day. So I know this morning we've been pretty busy with guys going out there using little crappie minnows and using well, their jigs this yeah. morning. And you, you, you sell, you got a wide selection of mini mites. When I came out to your store, it was like, oh my God, you got three of those big boxes full of them. But you sell, <laughs> but you sell a ton of them, right? I sell, I do sell a ton of them. They've been working really well. Uh, we've been using them in the river system, getting a lot of big gills. Uh, big gill for me was almost 11 inches. Wow, uh, they're That's black huge. and green. They're like black fleck green. Yeah. Um, that was really hot the uh, on Tuesday I used that. Um, wow. That's and, awesome. So, so over there. To call this morning oh, to go tell ahead. everybody that, you know, fishing's going really good this morning. So Hey, you got some kind of special coming up, some kind of big sale or something? I do. Uh, next week, Saturday and Sunday, we're going to do a customer appreciation sale. Okay. Everything in the store is going to be either 10 to 15% off. Come in, get what you need for the upcoming Labor Day, or they come right on that. Well, um, close enough. Coming close. Yes. <laughs> Coming close. But um, everything's going to be 10 to 15% off in the store, right? Yep. All right, and that's uh, next next week, Saturday and Sunday. Next week, Saturday and Sunday. All righty. And oh. then you, you'll be open during the hard water season too, right? Ice fishing, yeah. you guys are year-round and stuff. Yeah. So Yeah, we're year-round. All right. Well, thanks cool. for calling, Armando. We appreciate it. All right. Okay. Take care, Take care buddy. That's uh, River's Edge Bait and Supply over there in Big Bend, right on the corner of 164 and Edgewood, right? Yeah. I think, wow, Tom. You're, How about that? I remember. I it. think you're getting everything straight today. <laughs> anyway, cow. okay. You're doing we, good. Danny's got a question. We're going to give away a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. So here's the question. Here's the question. First person who can call in. Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss was a famous cartoon character. What type of animal was he? Give what? us a call, 799-1250, and you can win a Bucky's Fine Meats $10 gift certificate. That's right. So you got to be kind of old because I'm thinking your millennials yeah. will probably have no idea. Unless somebody's Googling Generation it or Generation Xers you know. or Zers will have no idea. And if you get it right, hang on the line, and I'll get your information after. Yeah, yeah. After Stay on the line. Words. Yes, yes. So if that... I really wanted to get him, I could make him come up. What was his favorite? What was his favorite line? Yeah, his tagline. What was his tagline? Yeah. I wonder if they'd know that. Yeah, yeah. I they might. They might not. Who knows? That's well, a tough they, one. Got to be old guys. Yeah. I Come forgot on. to get his name, but let's uh, let's give okay. this guy a shot. <laughs> hey, hey, good morning. What's your name? Hey, Rich the Wolfowler here. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Good. All right. All right. What kind of animal was Snagglepuss? I thought he was a saber-toothed tiger. No, it wasn't. No, oh. you're close, but not quite. No. Darn. Sorry, 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 Rich. Okay. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Ryan will take another phone call or two. The phone lines are lighting up. Oh, good job on the you buzzer, Ryan. Yeah. Kind of just that. you know what? Just put them on the air. <laughs> what if it's someone calling to cuss us out? Tom? Well, we got a dump button, so we can get rid of that. And Ryan All actually right, we got knows him. where let's, it is. Let's okay. give it a shot here. Who's this? This is John. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. All right. What kind of animal was Snagglepuss? Uh, I think it was an elephant. 
No. 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 Buzzer. Sorry about Sorry. that. Oh, Give him the buzzer, yeah. Ryan. You got the buzzer. Okay. Buzz Thanks. Me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> You've been buzzed. You've been buzzed. Yeah, not as fun of a buzz as so, what you might. So if you got any complaints, you send wow, them to we're Ryan. Wow, for two so far. Send them to Ryan Horvat. He's giving you the buzz. Okay. <laughs> what do you got now? I believe we have Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Jeff. Okay, so here we go. Jeff, what kind of animal was Snagglepuss? I'm going to go with a mountain lion. Hey! hey! Give him a ring. <laughs> hey, and yeah. Just, All right. Just to make the extra like, what was his tagline? Do you remember that? Now that, that I can't do. Okay. Exit stage left. Yeah, instead of exit stage right, he's always exit. He's he the was, opposite he way. Exit stage left. Okay. All right, stay on the line so yeah. that Ryan can yep. get your info, okay? Sounds good. And right. uh, have you ever been to Muck? Oh, he's gone. Never mind. Okay. Well, <laughs> have you ever been to McWanago? If he's never been to Bucky's, he will he's now. Been to Bucky's? He will now. Yeah, so. Anyway, oh, that's good. You want to go to McWanagan? Snagglepuss. That's that's Snagglepuss. Now there was another Hannah Brothers character that I wondered whether he was like in my imagination, the imagination of an overly aggressive childhood kid, me, El Kabong. You remember I, I, El Kabong? No, I don't. Dude, <laughs> I remember this El Kabong character that would smash people over the head with a guitar. I remember something about El that. Kabong, and he'd smash people over the head with a guitar. I, I remember that part, but not the name. I remember somebody getting hit over the head with it a guitar. It was El Kabong. It was. I swear it well, was El Kabong. It was. All right. Well, I don't think I was imagining that as a kid. Well, and you know they, and then they Bugs Bunny Roadrunner. Yeah. Oh, Did you watch that? That's a classic. And of course, Wiley Coyote. Coyote. What was the name of the company that he always got stuff from? Acme. Acme. Yeah. And somebody gave me the reason why Acme, what Acme, why it was always Acme. I can't remember what somebody gave me that fascinating fact. Uh, Wiley Coyote, do you remember when he started talking? No. He did. He actually started talking. I believe it. Yeah. And he called himself a super genius. <laughs> Not talked, just a genius. And he talked real refined. A super genius. Because I am a super genius. And oh. I always wanted him to smash that Roadrunner, and instead he got smashed. And they said it was all going to make mess us up and turn us into violent people. <laughs> now you see the stuff that's now. on TV, oh, and those God. that was child's oh, play. Yeah, it, we never. I don't think. I don't think El Cabong, Snagglepuss, or uh, uh, any of them, or Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, the Coyote, inspired any serial killers that I know of. Yeah. We got to take one more phone call. We got to go to a break. Let's hit a break, and then I told them we could get to them right after. We don't want to be up against that clock. All right, all right. I'm glad we're sticking to the (laughs) clock. You know how I always stress. You know what? I worked on the big show yesterday, so a clock is kind of like a foreign object right right now for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we, uh, I might give away another Bucky's. Hold on. I got got, got another question. Got another question, but I don't think I don't think anybody will get it. Oh yeah. So So now he's going to ask a question nobody can get. Ryan. That's right. Okay, we'll be right back. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. On the boards over there is Ryan Horvat, and we'll be right back with more of this exciting broadcast. <laughs> Good song, Danny. 
classic. Did you used this to is... play this one? Oh, yeah. Did you? Did your band play it back when you were no. picking up groupies, meeting no. chicks? No. But, but we did do that, too. Did you? Oh, yeah. We didn't have groupies, but we met a lot of girls. You guys were chick magnets, right? No, but we just met Wasn't girls. Wasn't most every guy at once a chick magnet oh, in yeah. their life? Well, Don't we, you think? No, guys thought they were. <laughs> they no, really I, weren't. I really, I mean, at one time, I, I yeah. used, I used Here to we have. Go. Here we go. I, I used to have power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd have well, one knocking on the yeah. door yeah. while I was sending one out the other door. Yeah. <laughs> you know who? You know who's got the power right now is Carl in Wauwatosa. Yeah, put him up there. Hey, good morning, Carl. Hey, good morning, guys. It's always great to take a ride on the crazy train. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. Did you get about. your ticket punched, or do we got to throw you off the train? No, no. Carl's <laughs> Carl's got a permanent seat. Does he? Oh, Reserved. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, long-time us. listener. Um... Haven't called in for a while um, because you guys are so entertaining. You mesmerize me. It's difficult to pick <laughs> oh, the phone up. Mean, that means he, translation, he fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. Um, I've got a question for you. I have um, a little niece and a nephew uh, coming by next weekend. They're um, in second and third grade. I'd like to take them uh, fishing. And um, my criteria is, you know, someplace in Milwaukee, was, um, you know, Waukesha, Ozaki, Washington County, you know, within a couple hours' drive, oh. where we're going to catch some fish, you know, from a pier or the edge of a lake where we can kind of picnic, hang out, and, you know, we don't have to have the big trophy game fish, if you know right. what I mean, when you're in second grade. I got the just perfect... Just so we can have some fun and catch some fish. Got the perfect place, Carl. Long Lake up by Dundee. It's only about 45 minutes away from you. Um, there's a, it's a state park. You got to pay the state park fee, you know, when you go in. Right. But uh, when you park there, there's uh, a whole shoreline, and it's got picnic tables, and you can fish from shore. You will be able to catch a bunch of panfish. They even have uh, a couple of fishing piers that you can go on. Right. So there's a lot of area to fish. A great place for kids. They can, and they got a couple of beaches there where they can go swimming too. So you can do all kinds of stuff there. They also have camping available. So that would be a that would be a good place. That would be a you good know place. that's great. You know, if I knew that your answer was just going to be this informative, I would have called in five minutes sooner. Yay! <laughs> that's all right. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Hey, Carl. Love the show. Carl, right. wait a minute. I'm going to give you a chance to win a ten dollar gift certificate to Bucky's wow. Fine Meats and Sausages. Oh, it's your lucky I day. I just fell off my bar stool. Wait, there we go. I'm going to give you a chance. All right. Okay. Now this is a tough question. This is tough. You've heard of uh, the term dog days of summer, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've all heard that. Usually it's in August, dog days of summer. Where did that term originate? How, what does it mean? What does the dog days of summer mean, and what, where did it originate? Well, I happen to know that it was uh, my great-grandma, uh, Lolamine, and she was a Croatian, and she told me when I was about three years old that the dog days of summer meant that... Um, it would get so hot outside, and the dogs would be so irritated that they would just bark like crazy. Uh, and I said, "Thanks, great grandma." Uh, no, great, great grandma. Uh, I'm trying so, to make you guys giggle. No, yeah, grandma wasn't quite right on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Not quite right, uh, but you you tried. You know, good good, good try though. But, I did. Uh, but if you are you going to keep listening? 
Yeah, oh, you bet. Yeah, because uh, we'll, we'll give a few other callers a chance to answer that question, but uh, I doubt if somebody will get it. But I will give you the answer, all right? I'm ready. I'll give it to you and everybody else in a little bit. Okay? Thank you. All right, thanks, Carl. Good you luck. Bet. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. So That's good that Carl, you know. Hut, you said Carl's answer was incorrect? Yes, that's incorrect. How do you know that's incorrect? I know. What if his grandma, his great-grandma knew? No, that's not it. See, I just think of dog days. I've, I've of, got, I got proof. There's an actual origin for the yes. dog days of summer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There How is. about Kilroy was here? You know that one? Yes. You know that one. Se- uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. You know, it you really know... sucks working with a guy who knows everything. Yeah, I know that. That is hard. Well, oh, you mean Mike okay. McGivern right no, here? No, no. He knows everything. Mike. My, Mike, well, Mike is Mike, big time. He McGivern. is like all knowledgeable. Mike, I think your people are out there waiting. Yeah, they're all standing out in the park. You got a big crowd today again. Yeah, big. You always have everyone. Big everyone to stick around for my yeah. show. Everybody wants to be on my show. You, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just I'm begging. I, I, I beg people. <laughs> Not just anybody can be on Mike's show. That's right. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. See, I don't think anybody wants to answer. Should I just give the answer, or should we let another person? Like, take a shot at it. They're probably Googling it you right just, now. Like, get yes. a sadistic pleasure out of people. You know what we ought to do? We ought to have, like, a, a we ought to go from one question to the next. <laughs> that way, they can't Google and get an answer. Oh, I see. We yeah. just go from one question to we the do next. A different question. And we yeah. go to a different question. Oh, we got to plan that out. It'd be the moving you know, question. You know, if we ever have had, like, meetings like these other shows have on, on the station here, and had meeting and planned this out. We, we'd have this ahead of time, but I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> All right, hey, you we got think a couple. I we got, got time? A, yeah, we got a couple more callers. Yeah, get get one of those people up and let's see if you they know got what I've been busy answer. doing, Tom. I, I know you, you were cleaning your boat the other day. I paddle, saw that. P- a paddleboard aerobics dude. I want to encourage really? our listeners. Sunday mornings. Here's a little plug. Yeah. Go out and see my good buddy Waka, right by Beachside Boat and Tackle, the building there. Only twenty-five bucks. You'll have a smoking hot aerobics instructor. Uh, there's several of them. They're all and and it's mo- it's going to be you and a bunch of girls and maybe one other older guy there. Yeah. I did the paddleboard aerobics. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I kept hearing splash, splash as people fell off their boards <laughs> behind me. I didn't dare look because. I'd be next. Right, right. And then at the end, when they went to do a headstand on the paddleboard, I chickened yeah. out. But then I later went paddleboarding by my with a friend of mine. Yeah. She and I went out by the island paddleboarding. Yeah. And she went to do a headstand on a paddleboard, and she injured her wrist, oh, so she no. couldn't do it. Oh. So I went to do a headstand on a paddleboard, and Tom, I did it. You did I it. I did a headstand for the first time wow. in fifty years. You know when I did my first one of my earlier head uh, headstands. Kindergarten, my first day of school, when they put the they put <laughs> yeah. the rest mat out yeah, there yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. supposed to yeah. be resting, yeah. I was standing on my head and got yelled at by the kindergarten teacher. Oh, geez. But now I can do it on a paddleboard. All right. That's Feeling cool. Good. That's good. All right. You ought to try it. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, we had just a boating question on line oh, one. Okay. Uh, hi. Good morning. Good morning. Who's How are you guys doing? Who's this? It's Mark. Hey, from Mark. Franklin. Okay, Mark from Franklin. What's the boating question? Okay, then I'll try to answer your question, too. All right. My bowling question is, okay, I'm going up to the Turtle Flambeau Floats next week, which is loaded with stumps mm-hmm. and everything. And somebody told me on my motor I can remove a pin so if you do hit one, your motor will go back instead of taking that real hard hit. Is that uh, true? Now, is this a tiller 
motor? Uh, this would be electric. Yeah, power tiller that you can raise up and down. Oh, a 40 you, oh you got trim and tilt. You got trim and tilt. Yeah, uh, trim and tilt. I don't know if trim I don't know if trim and tilt have that but I know if you have a, a an outboard a, a, a transom mount I mean a a tiller outboard okay that does not have trim and tilt yes there is a pin that you can pull out and if you hit it the motor will pop up yeah I yeah, don't you, you know don't, if trim so it's and, not locked down into right, place I don't know if trim and tilts have that availability I don't yeah, know cuz I couldn't figure it out yeah. somebody told me you could do it I looked at it I don't I, see it yeah, what yeah unless you remove that that piston that goes up and down. Right, and you ain't going to remove that. So, no, no. so here, if this will put your mind at ease a little bit, um, I had a 40-horse Merc with the power trim and tilt yeah. on Lake of the Woods, and I was with my brother, Tim Muskie, fishing years ago, and we were staring at a shoreline thinking of where we're going to fish in a boulder was just under the surface of the water, and if you were looking carefully, you'd maybe see it. It kind of blended with the reflection. And I hit that boulder head-on with my motor, and the motor went up all of a sudden. It actually, even though it was power trim tilt, the motor did go up. It did. Yeah. It, it it actually pushed it halfway back up where I had to power trim it okay. back down. Oh, okay. Threw me onto the floor of the boat. Nearly yeah. killed us. Oh, but fortunately, we were just idling along slowly. Yeah. So maybe if you hit a stump hard enough, it'll pop up anyway. Maybe. Maybe okay. not. Every time I've been going up there for 20 years, I managed to hit one during the week. But like you said, I've always been just... Uh, Going along slow, but it's still a hard hit. I guess yeah. you're right, and it sc- scares the heck out of you. Yeah. I guess the key is just go really, really yeah. slow. And, and trim up your outboard. And trim br- it up a And ways. bring an extra prop. Yeah. That's, yeah. One, that's one All thing right. I you would wanna, do. You want to guess uh, on the dog days of summer? Yeah, the dog days of summer is August because of the heat and humidity. Nope. Right? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. I'll, uh, keep listening. I'll yeah, tell no, you. I Thanks I for calling. All right, do we have oh, – we got to go to a break. Yeah, we, we'll you know take, how I am. After Stick the, to the breaks. Yeah, after the break. Ryan puts one right. finger up. That means that's, that's right. one minute. <laughs> Dang it. One. Uh, we'll take one more caller after this break to see if they get why the dog days of summer is called the dog days of summer. And uh, we'll take one more caller after that. I will tell you. If nobody gets it right, I will tell you. All right? So we'll be right back. All right, uh, 799-1250. There. How about that? <laughs> Never seen people work so hard for a ten dollar Bucky's gift certificate yeah, than with Tom's questions. Right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's the final countdown. We're hot. And you're not. The final <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Yeah, das ist richtig. Yes. Okay, we got one more caller to answer to try to answer the question: Why are the dog days of summer called the dog days of summer? We got you Dan. Go. Hey, good morning, Dan. How you doing this morning? Good morning. All right. Did you Guys. Google it up? Did you Google it? Yeah. You did. Yeah. <laughs> that knocked me out. You uh, rascal. No. You. Go, go ahead. Let's see if you Google the right thing. Okay. I think it's related to uh, the dog star, which is serious. The yes, dogs are serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it shows up in a time of summer. At uh, the end of summer, in August. Yeah. And it was the Greeks and Romans who uh, started it, you know. They, uh, they, they would look for that star knowing that fall was coming, and it always showed up 
beginning of August. Didn't they just have the a, star series? They just look at a calendar, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> they made no. They had to wait till the Romans made the calendar. Yeah, they had to wait for that. But wait the for Greeks, the Romans? but the Greeks knew it ahead of time. You know, right. they they knew it early. The Greeks and the Romans, they knew they they looked for that star Sirius when that thing was in a certain form line. They would say, ah, dog days of summer because it's going to be you, fall. You know who else knew it? Who the the Egyptians. Oh, they, they were way probably, ahead. And the Phoenicians. Probably. They were way ahead of the probably. Romans and Greeks on this stuff. Well, they were, I don't know. The, yeah, I don't Chinese? Know. The, the Greece, Chinese the, calendar? Yeah, well. But anyway, you got it. We're going to, you, you got to stay on the line, all right? So, and, I, and, so uh, um, huh? I, didn't Google, I didn't Google this, but for Danny, was El Kabam like a donkey or something? Or had a donkey? Hey, matter a donkey? of fact, I just, I just Googled and I got a great video. I got to show Tom here of El Kabam smashing folks. <laughs> So what, was he a donkey, or did he have a donkey as a he's, pet? He's a donkey with a guitar, a cape, and a mask. Yeah. And he swings okay. on a rope, and he flies out of nowhere and smashes people on the head with a guitar. It's great. I, I, I got yeah. There's a 45-second El Cabong smashing folks YouTube everybody oh, has to look uh, at. Yeah, so I, I didn't Google that, and I, I had it for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Good job well, on then, that one. Well, then you stay on the line, and we're going to get your name and address, and I'm going to send you out a gift certificate, all right? Excellent. All righty. See ya. Bye. Yep, he's going to get a Bucky's Fine Meats and Sassages. So before, before we go to your question here, check this out on the YouTube video. Oh, I don't this have a question. This is yeah. L. Kabong yeah. smashing people with a guitar. Is, there he is. Yeah, there he Sailing is. Sailing oh, through yeah, the air. Okay. There's a bad guy with a gun. He's Boom. Gonna, he was going to shoot the horse or something. No, he wasn't shooting a horse. Or he was he holding looked... up someone on a horse. Oh, okay. Now the bank robber gets the, gets the guitar. My he's, only question is how's how many guitars does this elk, and, and he's got does a, he have? He's he, got a cape and a mask. Cape. He was like the original Batman. Only and he, he was flies a, through the well, kind of like Spider Man. Uh, yeah, and he smashes people in the head with a guitar. <laughs> and this, my friends, is why I got oh. became violent as a child. <laughs> you know, I one time I one time pulled an El Cabong when my buddy Scotty Duboy. We were playing Army Man and I was on a swing set. I was up on top of the top of the swing set. And he came with his toy gun, he pointed, and he goes, you're dead. And I was very angry. I said, no, you missed. I'm not dead. <laughs> and we argued, and then I went down. I jumped off the top of the swing set on top of him and hit him in the back of the head with the butt of the rifle. Did you really? I, I can't believe I, I was like only, I don't know how old, third grade, fourth. Oh, and he started bleeding all over the place, and I ran off into the field to hide, laid down in the field, and then all the neighborhood kids knocked on my parents' door, got my mother, and there goes my mother, come, 10 kids walking through a field with my mom right behind. They all ratted me out. I got killed for that one, man. Oh, man. I think it was El Caban psychologically yeah, scarred me. I think he did. It was cartoons, man. Well, we got an email. What's that? And uh, wait a minute. This is from Adam, and he caught his personal best. It says, good morning, CEO crew. I recently caught my personal best muskie breaking the 50-inch mark. Do you guys uh, do you guys, or any of your listeners have any recommendations for a taxidermist in southeastern Wisconsin that is capable of replica mounts? Yes, we do, Adam. Just Google replica. Uh, Dan Johnson. Dan Johnson taxidermy. He's he used a, to call it fish and fever. I don't know if he calls that fish and fever yeah. anymore, but tell him where it's located at, Tom. It's on P North. If you go out Highway 16 West, you get off on P North, you go north about eh, about a mile down the road, 
and he's on the east side of the road across from the Sitco station. There's a, like three three shops and a little shopping thing there. And, uh, yeah, he used to call it fishing fever. But if you Google Dan Johnson uh, taxidermy, you will find it. Yeah. So that's a guy who can do it, and he does them well. He does them well. They're good. Oh, I got to look at his picture. He sent a picture with this, too. I got to check what it out. We got a picture of uh, probably of Adam and his Oh, uh, maybe the big fish. fish? Yeah, Adam and his fish. Let's see. Uh, come on. Come uh, on. Know, here it comes here. Hey, oh, look at this. Oh, I know him. I met him before. That's a big fish. That's a dandy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, great, it looks like Bay of Green Bay. Yeah, probably Bay of it's Green Bay. Yeah. You notice all the spots, too, on yeah, it? Like. great Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. a dandy. Yeah, I, I know I know him. I've talked to him before. Nice fish, Adam. You know everybody. Tom. Dandy, dandy fish. It's a dandy oh, fish. You know, we were. Uh, I was surprised over at Sherpers uh, the other day because of the fact that they actually have the goose decoys out in time for goose season. The last few years, they the last three or four years, they put them out like after early goose season starts. Well, early goose will it's open in about a month, September first. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 a so but they got a, the goose. No pun intended. They got the it's do- a blast yeah. shooting those early season geese. And yeah, uh, top tip: take breast the geese out, take them to Bucky's Fine Meats, and ask them to make the jalapeno cheddar hot sticks <laughs> and you will be glad to shoot as many geese as you yeah. can from this from that point on and if you uh, don't like the hot stuff you can just have them re- make regular goose sticks and before <laughs> ryan starts waving fingers at us don't forget we got <laughs> oh yeah midwestern shooter supply uh fall fest so yeah. tell us the details on that tom because yeah. that is something you do not want to miss yeah there's gun raffles which means tom you can win a gun in a raffle yeah. if this, they call your number. This is the 10th annual Fall Fest. Uh, it's going to be August 17th and 18th, 8 a.m. to midnight, both days. They got live bands. They got fri- fr- uh, Friday night fish fry, Saturday pancake breakfast. They got two live bands, Friday night and Saturday night, a band each night. They got all kinds of stuff going on. You can even have a, you can rent a spot to have a, sell your stuff, like a rummage sale. Well, they got people with little booths uh, set yeah. up selling stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm so, sure. Gordy and a bunch of other 90-year-old guys will yeah. be out there. But the thing is, is uh, I got to call Randy uh, to see uh, one of the owners of Midwestern Shooter Supply, see if he can come in next week, tell us all about it. We've been up there. We know what it's like. It's a it's a great time. It's a lot of fun, uh, something that you definitely would like to go to. Well, then, Randy, also, if we if we can get him in, he's, he's also expert advice on firearms oh, okay. and oh, stuff. So yeah. if anybody has questions, he's the guy yeah. to ask. Yeah, he definitely knows his stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that next week, Danny. Uh, boy, we got a lot more to do, but we're, we ran out of time. I just want to go home and watch some more El Cabong videos. <laughs> and then they got another one here, Slowpoke oh, Slow Rodriguez. Oh. Do you remember Slowpoke Rodriguez? No, He was Danny. like the opposite of Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> was he slow? He must have been slow. Why they called him Speedy yeah. And well, all right. Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeah. underlay. I guess all that right, means we yeah, got to yeah. go. That's my uh, uh, Speedy Gonzalez. That's enough uh, for now. Imitation. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.